0: I'm Stuart Friesen, and you're listening to the Always Race Day Podcast.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Always Race Day Podcast. I don't know what number it is. I forgot this time, but I it, I know it's not 100, and we're going to do something fun for 100. It's going to be a guest you guys have heard before, um, hopefully as long as everything comes together well. Uh, if you heard that, I hope that's not illegal to play part of the broadcast on the podcast since we're rhyming. Um, so currently, I just got back. Uh, from cedar falls uh took josh betts uh back up there saw UNI panthers uh home game against belmont um it was senior day but uh no basketball players graduated just cheerleaders and team managers and we did uh we did crash the entrance to their senior day send off but anyways uh i have to start with Thank you to the uh, Carl Otto group. I almost forgot their name, shoot, uh, for partnering us with this, allowing us to do this, um, allowing um, us to continue thriving and continue growing. And uh, if you didn't see it, Noah Nilsson is writing for us now. Um, we haven't introduced uh, either of the other two that came with Caleb, but they're kind of in a gang. And so we're, we're kind of reluctant to, we don't wanna be taken over uh, or anything like that. but. Uh, we're here to start the podcast tonight. It will, it will happen. It will go, uh, it will all get put together as we go. Um, now I did bet on this race and I forgot to do cup picks. So that sucked. Uh, I don't think I would have picked Kyle Bush. You can chalk it down as another loss for Connor. Uh, but we are recording live with 27 to go, uh, during the XFINITY race. You might be ahead of my stream. So, We'll just, uh, five lap limit on everything. I know I did tell Chris to pick Cole Custer, um, and Anthony Alfredo who were there very fast there last year. Um, and neither of them are in the top 20. So, uh, to put that with, I'm wearing a Drake sweatshirt and, uh, my weekend kind of came to a crashing It's a great weekend up until three o'clock.
0: Well, that's unfortunate for you. I, I know you've had a, like I said, you've had a busy, busy day today. So yeah, I, was, I would like to point out that my uh, drivers to watch that I put out, Kyle Busch ended up winning the cup race. And it looked like Cole Custer was probably going to win the Xfinity race um, until he ended up having, a, it looked like a tire go down or something. Okay. Um, and unfortunately, done a
1: lot of damage. In so. his race, is he still, is there a time for a miracle?
0: Uh, it, it's not. He, he got tore up pretty good. So he went into the ball and then, uh, Austin Dillon actually ran into the back of him. So I think there's going to be too much damage for him to, uh, do anything spectacular. And I think he's probably a couple laps down
1: at this point anyway. Awesome. I know Chris put a sizable amounts of money on Alfredo cause of the value. So that's <laughs> It has just been. I lost money on Drake. Like I've just lost money gambling this weekend for as good as I'll ever be uh, elsewhere in other weekends. It's just been bad.
0: Well, that gambling
1: that'll get you. I have to try to tell Josh that all the time too. So for the uh, basketball part of this podcast, Drake or uh, Bradley's coach. I don't hate on anyone in the Missouri Valley Conference because I love the conference. I love the league, uh, but he hates old he hates elders um journalists uh and also by those same assumptions white people so not a very good guy not a big fan of the guy just wanted to put that out there i really hate losing to him he was wearing this cartoonish looking red suit jacket that like i mean what just how obnoxious can you be okay i got my basketball uh, we can talk racing now sorry everybody
0: um. Oh man. Yeah, definitely uh you gotta have your basketball rant. We're just waiting until you hit the Brett Moffat reference at some point in here.
1: Brett Moffat is in fifteenth and the costume just came out, so whatever he was behind. Gap just shrank.
0: He he's been running top ten most of the night, so uh he's he's got some decent speed in that thing for sure.
1: Yeah, he's not in uh I would say he's in a parallel car to our motorsports was when he raced for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's comparable and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm excited to see what like Parker Kligerman can do this year. Uh, he's been running up in the top 10 this race too. So I, I think he's especially, if he can do that on a two mile track, I'm super excited to see once we get to road courses and short tracks.
1: Uh, a damn start to the season we've had.
0: It has been insane. And I, the cup race today was, was pretty solid. Um can't can't speak to fox's broadcasting because i i think it was once again a just absolute nightmare it it, it was horrible but the race was solid
1: was it bad again because okay so i watched the last 65 laps intently i knew you were doing the tweeting for me like in the back of my head i was like i need to pay more attention to what's going on in this race and i just get lost and then get pissed off because i saw that I won't call him any names, but he sucks. That coach um, saw him come on my screen. I just got mad. Uh, it was I. I was trying to pay more attention, and I knew I had some time tomorrow to watch the race over. So hopefully, that will. I did see the tweet that they went to commercial before the caution even came out for the stage break on the second. one.
0: Yeah, I mean they had literally highlighted that like seventh had crossed the line, and, and we were going to commercial. I mean it just it it's just. So frustrating. It was like that same Daytona 500 deal where like middle of the race, we had like four or five laps and we were going to commercial. Um, The saving part was towards the end. They went like whatever, 30 laps or whatever without a commercial break at the end. Um, But it was to the point where at like 50 to go, Mike joy came over and he was like, we've only got one side by side left to the end of this race. Like, so so they know it's an issue um and it just it it sounded they like none of the commentators sounded exciting um they it was just it just didn't do anything for me um but now the it kind race... of excites
1: me to see what NBC does because if the commercial complaints keep going is NBC's move they've always been reactionary and I don't i I don't like. Like, okay, so the guy I'm watching, uh, Josh Betts, friend of the show. If we were watching the basketball game today, he knew both announcers. And the only time like I even noticed them talking was like if they said something that I was like, Wait, that's not right. They got that stat wrong. Right. And he's like, But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's been a great broadcast, don't you think? And I'm like, Man, I tune it out. <laughs> I, I listen to the information until I find one that's like, oh, that no, that's definitely wrong. What you said right there, that, that's a terrible opinion. And I either hate them or just say that was wrong uh, and move on with my day. Uh, but like the thing I have that has stuck out to me, and I'm saying that it's really impactful because I don't pay en- enough attention probably uh, to it, is they're always very reactionary with what did Fox do poorly that we can do better yeah and and i think that's a great and then by the end of the season we hate nbc i just want i want to remind everybody that that is what happens that is that is absolutely what happens you guys all clamor for nbc and by the end of the season you're like might as well have fox doing this race Jeez.
0: yeah no and that's how it be and that's the thing is like there's been times before where you know i'm I'm like meh fox for this man that but like yeah, and I there's a part where I thought about it today too where it's like maybe now I've just really honed in on how bad it is but like it just it's just seemed horrible this year so far. It just seems miserable and we were even talking about it um a bunch of us we were in the Xbox party and we were talking like the 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 broadcast for the Xfinity race seems fine seems good like it it seemed a whole lot better so. It's whatever they're trying to push on the cup side. I mean, we spent so much time looking at dogs, looking at kids, looking anything to not show the race cars. They, they're pushing it so hard. At what point, Truex came off pit road, and they knew his tire was going to fall off. You could see it smoking, and then they went to commercial. And so then the tire falls off while we're under commercial. It, it just – there was so much where it was like anything – we can do to just not show
1: action We're for it and th- they got to change that absolutely so quick update uh, i want to talk the race today and we'll get into the details and everything uh real quick though um i just realized austin Dillon's leading in Landon castle's number 10 color racing car
0: yes now to be fair he has not pit yet um at least not when i was paying attention earlier he hadn't he Pit, yet, so pit again great. I, well, he got the lead by virtue of not pitting. Okay. So unless he's pit now, so is, is at, he trying to save fuel? They probably were, yeah. But yeah, I
1: love every, a every, fuel mileage race, and I know I don't believe stages have eliminated them. They have diminished by maybe twenty-five percent, maybe. Right. They were rare already. Are, everybody likes to bring that up as like stage racing's demise and it's like no here we don't need to do it right Um,
0: what's funny too is it always seems that auto club produces the the fuel mileage stages no stages like we always end up getting like that tire strategy fuel mileage race here anyway
1: um now the update on our guest situation i did reach out to landon castle uh he saw my twitter dm within 10 minutes of me sending it Um, and I don't know if that means he clicked on it by accident and then forgot to go back to read it. I I will not stand for any Landon Castle slander, just so everyone's aware. Uh, And we would really like to have him on. That being said, uh, in this whole... I do not believe uh, Landon Castle is going to be raising for a colleague this year. At all. In any capacity.
0: Interesting. Well, I'd love to have him on... that report. Yeah, I'd love to have him on, and hopefully that means he's got something else cooking. I would.
1: I do. Um, hey, I I'm, I've been trying. The Dallas Stars follow me on Twitter. I've been trying to get them all week to send me Patrick Kane's phone number. <laughs> I want to give a good I, recruiting patch. I know what I know what we do well. I know what my people do good.
0: Yeah, I mean it'd be cool to have him on, and like we want to get Jerry on coming up too, and um, hoping to have some other people down the road here too. So. Yeah, he'd be a good one to to talk about. I think he'll give you some good insight and thoughts on kind of that whole deal and and what he's got coming up.
1: I don't know how his shopping situation is. I heard that on 12 Questions with Jeff Cluck last year, and I'm I'm just frightened and confused. He's a character, man. He He does it all through the internet, and then he's also very in-tap with uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. And he's he's the guy that runs a marathon and tells no one, because he's been doing crypto it just and he just does it, and like that's he doesn't rush up to you at your front doorstep when you get back from Target to scream in your ear that you need to start investing in crypto. Like, that's what you need to do. That'd be the best yeah, thing for, be, you, for you right now.
0: He's he's a, a great personality and, and he's a good talent too. And it's a shame that we just can't get him into you know a, a
1: consistent ride. Someone wants to. Tell me, Landon Castle's been in NASCAR, hasn't won, blah, blah, blah. I right, go, yeah, you scream it through the mountains. I don't care. He's had a good ride for one year of his career that wasn't rookie season.
0: Well, yeah. And, and I mean, people are going to say, well, he didn't do anything at college last year, but I think you look overall last year, Colleague kind of had a down
1: year. So right, we I, went to the NASCAR playoffs. That's what we did. Yeah. No one I, remembers I, the playoff I, run? It's as if banners I, don't fly forever.
0: For real. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm a, a true believer that, you know, he, he's not maybe, you know, a, a Jeff Gordon or Jimmy Johnson or whatever, but, I I mean, I truly think he deserves a solid full-time ride, and, you know, he would be able to put something together.
1: So, as they uh, take this restart, um, this season, just in racing, so far we've had uh, Logan Seavey won the Chili Bowl. So, new winner in the Chili Bowl. What, I mean – as far as that race goes what you expect what you want you can't ask for a lot more than a new winner you can't I, are you looking at the 00 right now i am looking at the 18 what what did you what did you make that face for well i guess you're going to find out aren't you this is awesome oh sammy smith's oh man iowa native josh betts did this to me earlier he's like you're not gonna like what happens next i have the live stats pulled up they're 40 seconds ahead and i'm like what are you don't do that to me don't 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 sit there and tell me my doom is coming very soon i know we
0: always uh the the group of us we're always in an xbox party and one of us always has a stream that's like ahead, and then so we'll be sitting there and then all of a sudden one of us will be like
1: oh no i need in on this is this cross-platform uh, Can I get in there on a on a PS5? It's just Xbox Party, man. Oh, of you course. gotta get cool. They're like they're like iPhones, man. Like Apple just gate keeps all their stuff and makes it difficult for everyone else to use. Darn them. right, and Apple's the way to go, and Xbox is the okay. way oh, to go, so. Jeez, it's hard <laughs> from the dark side. All right. I still don't know what's happening. I'm very behind. It seems like oh 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 dang it. All right, yeah. uh, Sammy Smith running uh, fifth in his first full season of Xfinity racing at a very young age. Um, Johnson, Iowa native, great kid. Oh, just um, yeah, got that he, he had the leaves. Dad cares very much about his academics. Uh, I had to rework a thousand fifteen hundred word story uh, to take out the fact that he does actually uh, attend online classes, but he doesn't want that publicized. So I told you guys now.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was leading earlier. So uh he I mean he's been fast tonight. There was one point he got uh debris on the grill, so he had to slow up from leading. Got past. As soon as that debris came off, he was battling with him three wide again. Um I'm excited to see what he can do this year too. I'm
1: blaming that on just, Austin Hill. That dude's uh,
0: I think he just got yeah.
1: That's just the nature of the track, you know. You're,
0: you're you're gonna you're gonna rag on me for saying stuff about Danica Patrick last week, but then you're gonna go through and just start calling people the D-bag, huh?
1: I feel like douchebag is like the least offensive thing I could call anybody.
0: <laughs> we haven't been canceled yet, so we're doing all right.
1: No, I did not. I was not reached out to by any people or people's people.
0: Can you imagine Danica Patrick's management reaches out? Because- they're
1: upset oh i'd love Uh, it i yeah i would yeah prove to me it didn't happen please man it would be great give me over here an apology letter, letter central i would i would honestly just watch some film on how pat mcafee handled his deal a week ago
0: that just means they're listening that's all that matters for sure
1: um where was i getting at how how great racing has been this year so i'm gonna go from every angle here no one no one's gonna be surprised that i'm bringing up supercross also chase sexton has screwed up in every big opportunity except for one and still has managed to be so high up in the points he's competing with cooper webb and eli tomac and by the way they had another one of those dinky little triple crown races where they raced three times in a night for no damn reason Yesterday and Cooper Webb won the overall thing and that. So what they do? They race three times, Caleb. Tell me how they you combine the it. results of all three races. Yeah,
0: so that doesn't make sense. And then they it use it as one race. Like yeah, you got to treat at least like three different
1: deals. Oh, if you're a starting park Supercross rider, like that I mean, you're screwed there. Don't even try. Don't even, do not go to that event because you're. I mean, you qualify or not, and then you miss three races. It only counts as one, but then if you get in yeah, think- like shoot i mean you have to you, you can get lucky once three times is really hard too
0: wow i didn't even know they had starting parts for supercross.
1: yeah um there's some people that don't end up making the a-main there's they, i mean they get about 40 oh that's daytona they gotta stop doing this <laughs> yeah so, um so i mean that that whole situation is very compelling uh as we approach the rest of the year uh world of Outlaws comes brad sweet misses the top 10 at volusia i think he missed two i believe they've raced three times maybe two times one of them got reina brad sweet didn't do well um and david gravel's doing pretty all right so that's another yes, we had a rough weekend. the late model stuff where the longhorns won a bunch of races and then rocket kind of showed up that was nuts at the start and now we got to the start of nascar season and our two winners came from JTG JTG Daughtry Racing and Richard Childress.
0: I'm excited. I mean, it's been a good year, and I think we're going to have a good year. My only concerns are that short track package once we get to uh, some of the short tracks with, with the Cup Series. Everyone um, tells me,
1: everyone says, I, they don't tell me specifically. Everyone says that it is easier to prepare a car
0: and fix a car
1: on a short course. It is easier to fix a track at a short course, a package for the car at that specific course. But I also get a lot of you know like on Denny Hamlin's podcast I believe um, it could have been that one, could have been LaJoy's, uh, that why didn't why didn't we start to try to improve this before? Yeah. Like the I first mean, Martinsville race, I I got it was cold and maybe that was a big deal, but everyone's like, We're gonna be shifting and it's gonna help. And it's like, wow, that did the direct opposite. Um and I hope we don't see that.
0: Yeah, I that that's my one concern is, is with the short tracks and it's kind of just a lot, I think, on the product of the breaking where everybody can just break in as deep and yeah, I, I'm really hoping that we can can fix that because those short tracks are you know kind of usually the most exciting and last year they kind of fell short so
1: and i do you know like one thing about fontana and then we do need to talk about today's race i'm sorry we've been putting that off because i didn't watch a lot of it that's strategical here uh i do think fontana will look cool i do think that the move to the short track um is going to end up being a really cool thing uh i would be stunned if it fell flat on its face with how much moving parts how long it's going to take um in the aspect of a short track uh bristol last year some some people i believe would say that was the best short track race or it was the one that sucked the least um and i would agree with them but my my whole thing is having gone to bristol granted i was watching sprint cars there and it was covered in dirt uh the aspect of a stadium race like that where the grandstands are all around the track is so kick-ass to me like that's yeah. I mean, if we could have that at every racetrack and it would fill up like that i mean obviously nascar would be the nfl but like it is insane to me um that people think about that and go yeah i want i know no this other thing way better without looking at it right and i am get you can't like, look at anything right now i get that i'm just saying like just stay tuned yeah i know and you're gonna be staying tuned for like a year or two so
0: well and i'm super excited for the shorter track i think we need more short tracks and stuff like that
1: yes there's I, only there's like as many short tracks as there is super speedways right and the only See, thing i told I you I, is, I count it if it helps my opinion and i don't if it doesn't <laughs>
0: I just, I wish they wouldn't have chose auto club to do it, but I know the real estate there. And so they're going to, you know, it's a ton of money that they're sitting on basically, but it would be so nice to see, you know, that happen somewhere else and we would still, you know, keep auto club, but it's, it is what it is and you know, they're going to get millions of dollars. So it's at the end of the day going to be a money decision.
1: Yeah, so the sale finalized Friday, five hundred forty-four million dollars to sell all but eighty-nine of the acres the track currently sits on. Some people were comparing Bristol's facility land. Um, I, you know, I get it. They haven't been to Bristol. I'm a first-class guy. I, we have nicer stuff. I'm a Drake fan, so Chris Williams <laughs> describes us as rich elitist pricks. Uh, after i went yachting last year the weekend after we went to bristol and i noticed that they have a whole ass nhra drag strip there so don't give me the 675 acreage number and be like they got one sixth of what bristol is no 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 far different so they want to yeah, build a vertical great. racetrack martinsville is 375. the length of martinsville drastically outweighs that of bristol I would expect that number to be bigger. Iowa Speedway is only 226, and that track is bigger than what this proposed track is going to be. So, I don't think the 89 number is suddenly alarming, suddenly surprising, any, any of the above.
0: Well, yeah, and it all just depends too, I mean, you have to calculate in how much seating you have, because the more seating you need, the more parking lot you need, and there's there's a lot of different moving parts that go into when you're talking about facilities so i don't think you can read too much into that
1: now before we get to uh today's race i want to alarm everyone that brett Moffat is in seventh with 11 laps to go and the four cars in front of him are banging around
0: well you're about to be really disappointed in a couple of laps
1: you you're lying that's fine. All right. As long as it's a joke. Yeah, that's fine. All right.
0: Well, you know, I'm not really <laughs> a
1: joke. No, I'm just sitting here and worrying. No. Um, so take me through the race. What did you see from uh, the start? And we'll take it all up to the finish. Um. I did, once the Drake game got over, I said, oh, well, let me go dive into who, who's been doing well today, who won the first two stages. And I'm like, oh, Ross freaking Chastain.
0: Ross was fast. He uh, definitely had it going today. Um, Trackhouse in general was fast. Suarez just seemed like a tick behind, and he was kind of where like, he'd kind of get himself in the top five, but then he'd slip back a little bit. But you, you can tell he had a fast car. Um, Penske was fast for a while, um, but just kind of couldn't stay up there. Um you could tell that Kyle Busch was fast. You could tell that he was, you know, probably comparable to Ross Chastain, but it seemed like he, throughout the race, just like
1: the leader. Couldn't... The leader had the advantage. Yeah, and but it was to, to pass him. Um,
0: I, Kyle ended up having a speeding penalty as well. Um, throughout the race, so it just it seemed like he just couldn't get up there um despite being how fast he was and you know slowly but surely he kind of made his way up and then the final pit stop makes the pass on ross chastain the lap before he comes to pit road um ends up you know coming off pit road several car lengths lead and and was able to hold him off so i kyle was definitely fast ross was also fast do
1: you need um, the pit stop thing to rcr versus track house I'm curious to no, that. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the way that it went down
0: to Kyle rode behind Chastain for a couple laps, passed him right before pits. And then as they came to pit road. Ross drove it in deep and they were pretty much even coming down pit road. Um, and then, you know, Kyle left just a little ahead of Ross um but i ultimately do think in the long run kyle had a better car and we you know he made that pass before pits anyway so i truly do think he had the faster car and uh you know just was able to get it done in the end
1: and that's and that was that you know uh I, I should say I'm not surprised because I know how good of a driver Kyle Bush is. Um, to me, it, reading into things deep into quotes that have been far more publicized than this podcast, uh, just from what came out with that situation afterwards and beyond, uh, it really seemed like he wasn't getting the car help or... Uh, not even like car upgrades, because it's not that simple. But I, I don't think he was in a situation to succeed during the back end of JGR, which sounds really weird to say. You know, you think JGR, well, you think fast?
0: You, I mean, you look at that, too. In the last couple of years, I mean, JGR has had their bobbling points, you know, where they, they have showed up to the track and they have struggled. Uh, you look, too, especially at where Kyle had that couple run stint where he was blowing motors all the time, you know that that that's frustrating, and you do you feel like you are you know getting what you should have. Um, I I think JGR will find the speed, but you look at today, Hamlin was fast, was kind of back and forth. I think he ended up good. Truex seemed decent, but with that tire and everything, um, I think he was right towards the back of the top ten or just outside of the top ten. Um, they just they've seemed to struggle to put it all together, and you know you're you're gonna have that. Meanwhile, on the flip side, you look at the success Richard Childress Racing had last year, um, you know popping off a couple wins, and then today too, Austin Dillon was right up there in the top ten as well. So they seem to just be kind of on the the forward momentum of things. We see shifts all the time. You know, there's times where Hendrick Motorsports has, you know, a couple years where they might struggle or Penske, you know, Roush, Fenway, Keselowski is starting to make their comeback. So I think JGR is just kind of on the, the downturn a little bit.
1: Now, hold on. Um, All right, if we're tiering teams, you cannot put those three teams in the same sentence as Roush, Fenway, Keselowski. Absolutely can. I No, um, no don't do that. I just <laughs> did. Like, that's no, you can't do that. I, when you look at NASCAR's were, big four, these three powerhouses and the team that didn't win a race last year, but they won, right. they won a duel. They, yeah, absolutely. They're solid in the yeah.
0: I compare, when I compare that, I'm talking, you know, with with Roush, you know, back in the day. Um, I know. I knew you where, know, you're where you're at. They were at the top. So you, you just, you look at, at stuff like that and, you know,
1: not to I'm scared to ask your opinion on where you good. think RCR is now before coming into today um, and what, what, after what? today. Cause you know, like Tyler Reddick, like you finally have a good driver and you end up not extending him. Not that Austin yeah. Dillon isn't good. I would say every driver that is in the cup series regularly is good at driving. Usually uh, Quinn, who's not there anymore. So, okay. Uh, I was just covering my bases. Um, but you, Austin Dillon is fine. He's not spectacular. And you had a spectacular guy and you let him go. Now you took this big leap because you blew that decision and it's already somewhat paid off. You know, we're in race two, right? But say this isn't his last win of the entire season, which it still could be. It's a competitive series. Stuff happens. Shit happens. Um, If if it doesn't pan out, it doesn't pan out. Um, but I, after today, I don't see that happening. Cause I think Kyle Bush is in a much better position. And I, I think they took a, a big step forward today. Shocked. Everybody. Yeah. I, I,
0: and the thing, the tricky thing with Childress and Reddick was they announced that, you know, Reddick wasn't going to be back with Childress. And then we kind of saw that uptick. Like it, it, it was kind of happening as that was announced. So, That's the tough part, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I think last year we really saw them start to have that increase. And I I think we've just continued it. I mean, you look, they were both fast at Daytona, which obviously is a completely different beast. um, But, you know, we're the second race in and Kyle Busch has already showed immense speed. It's just you have to think it's going to continue at least through the first half of the year. We typically see like in the first half of the year, in the second half of the year, there's kind of a switch um, where some of the guys that are fast in the first half aren't in the second, and vice versa. So it, it you know could kind of slow up, but I, I think at least for the first half of the year, he's going to be a, a force to reckon with.
1: So uh, talking about Joe Gibbs, uh, John Hunter Niemicek just won the x 20 race at Auto Club Speedway. Uh, our, our guys, Brett Moffitt and Parker Kligerman, both record top 10 finishes at ninth and 10th. Um, so love that.
0: Yeah, it's not surprising to see John Hunter in victory lane. Uh, I think that's something that we're going to see a lot of this year. Um, but it's going to be tricky, too, because I, I think Xfinity is going to be super competitive. Um, but I, I think it's going to be... It's going to uh, be a little less a-
1: competitive than I thought it would be a month ago, but I still share those values. I, I would agree with that. Um Man and but is i is not racing. That's why, if you're wondering.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I
1: don't know if I'm going to agree with you on that one, but... Oh, okay i'll let landon know when he's on the podcast soon you don't i don't know if you listen to the dirt the dirt heavy episodes we do and i promise for the dirt fans when stuff gets going we'll talk more about it like i i know we had the indiana icebreaker three of those guys could go past the c main at knoxville looking at the entry list i could be minusculing those numbers maybe it's six but out of season like exhibition races i tend to view like the old bud shootout where they just raced at daytona on saturday and i get it's good money for those guys and it matters unless one of my friends is racing i'm not so in tune with it um you this happens every season but we'll we'll get uh we'll get to the dirt stuff um later this month especially march oh yeah
0: I mean, that's part of what I want to do is I want to come in and focus more on the asphalt stuff. That way we give you more time to uh, specifically you know, work on that dirt stuff and crank out some good material. We'll get it together. But if you,
1: things. what I was getting at is if you didn't know yet, Damon uh, has a big rivalry with Logan Shuhart. Um, and if Logan wasn't so bad at scheduling us to have him on the podcast, we still have to get him on. It, what happens is we make – the the first incident happens where damon's like no i don't think logan Shuhart's that good he sucks he's terrible it's what damon's exact words were probably not might be exaggerating uh and then we like reach out to them and then they reach back out and then three days pass and then no one talks to each other and then three more days pass and say so how about this week and it's like oh no how about next week it's like yeah and then next week comes and oh we can't do it but We'll get Logan. Uh we we love the shark racing guys. They're always helpful. It just didn't work out that we had forty-five minutes last year in the midst of like the toughest part of their season. Um but yeah, I want I want to start this with you and Landon. Good to know. Your team Joey Gase, Landon Castle stinks. Um and as the fierce oh, track yeah. battle on the racetrack, one is there and one is sitting at home. That's what you texted me a <laughs> bit ago.
0: you know, I, I'm not ever gonna say a bad thing about either one of them. <laughs> So I mean, I, I mean, you can't put that up against my earlier comments where I'm saying he's a top tier driver who should be in a solid ride on a weekly basis. Yes, it's
1: just, it's all luck and marketing and not not to say he doesn't have marketing or not to say he's done a bad job marketing himself. It's not, um, I got to do a better job of not assuming people think one thing and coming up and saying, like, don't think this because then people think about it. Um, but like, there's so much luck that happens with different drivers and big races. So any NASCAR race, for instance, and like one little slip break, like Landon Castle could be a Daytona uh, international super speedway winner. He yeah, could also I mean, be a Daytona 500 winner. If Juan Pablo Montoya had done more damage that day, Landon Castle would have won that race. <laughs>
0: don't tell so, me i'm wrong on that you should agree i mean you're not wrong i just think it's a funny uh funny take but no it's it's there's so many things in the span of his career that if this would have gone different or that would have gone different it would have
1: been a completely different right for him i, I mean think that's he true for a lot of people but people don't well, see that well yes see all of the behind the scenes so
0: yeah and it takes a lot of, of moving parts to make it all happen. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago when Landon got dropped right before uh, the season started and he was out of a ride and he was down at Daytona wheeling and dealing. He was out there on, on foot talking to people, trying to, you know, figure out what he could do um, to, to continue to be a part of it. And so I'm, I'm sure he's, you know, still doing that. He's working at China, trying to figure something out yet
1: should i text him again or twitter him
0: did he not answer
1: well he he just said it just said scene like right 10 minutes after i sent it
0: oh and then he did enough, time,
1: enough time has passed now i think i should what do you think i should say Up, dog
0: Trying to get, trying to get Lena Castle on the podcast while on the podcast. All
1: right, I got sub dog. Just saying. Oh god, don't say sub dog, man. I, I'm a sub dog. I, all right, I'll take out the sub dog.
0: <laughs> Just saying. I have absolutely learned. Like you do not
1: have a filter. I, no, and I don't want to. I don't ever want to be the guy that, I, hey, I polished myself up here to give you the fake version of what I think uh, and not offend anybody. And not, I shouldn't even say offend anybody, but like, holy cow, I just want to say what I want to say. I don't hate Austin mm-hmm. Hill. You should be able to tell that I don't think he's a douchebag with just saying that douchebag. That's, I said it ironically. I just think if it's anyone funny thinks it's... I hate that big list of people, I will give you the list of people I hate. It's on a wall over there. Uh, that's why the camera faces this. i will give you that list in a heart you're not even like suit and tie polished up you're just like i really dude i really hate suits and when i was in a fraternity in college they were like we gotta have dinner and have this meeting and i'm like all right what are you gonna wear your suit and i'm like why would i need to wear a suit what's the suit gonna help me with going to dinner and being like hey yeah um One of the windows just broke and, uh, Casey's puke stain is still on the carpet. (laughs) A great meeting guys. Good job that we put our suits on. It's just weird to me. Like uh, it's unnecessary. There's like 17 different things you have to put on. This is a shirt, a sweatshirt and some shorts I got when I worked with the Barnstormers full time, at least.
0: I mean, I'm with you. Uh, I mean, I, I like it. Get a, get a, what's on
1: your mind and all right just seeing if you saw this should I, i'll give him the if you don't have much time no worries should i say i uh, really want to give you a, a good recruiting patch uh for ride this season or should i ask like really want to ask about the hendrick graduation story i mean sure go with that. which one's more intriguing you're supposed to mm-hmm. tell me here this is how everyone does it. you're i mean i i think the you're graduation story i think it'd be great to ask him i want to find out for sure
0: if like the graduation story and the the benway ride like i want to know
1: about that I'll just, stuff. I'll just say hope to have you i hope he listens to this one just to check out see if we're big time or not
0: Again, I mean, if that works, then we know they're listening. So,
1: oh, also from this weekend, and I know that this podcast has just been just been about jumping around. Do we should we have a segment every week where we just bring up like a non-traditional form of motorsports, and it's like that cool thing happened.
0: Oh, like how they highlighted uh, Ross Chastain figure eight boat racing today.
1: Yeah, well he didn't do that this week and the fact that we had to do the like did you know he's a watermelon farmer and that fact exists yeah no but that's, how like, that's the dumbest play. thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> imagine the video game that's like you're gonna race the nascar cup series okay and before you go to the wheel modified tour you're going to the figure eight boat boat series <laughs>
0: The figure eight boat series. I've I drove. i drove
1: it's... boats on multiple video games. Uh, it sucks. I'm sorry. Racing boats sucks. It's terrible. It's so boring. I just don't
0: understand. I just. It was so. I don't know. That's. Leave it, it was just weird. Yacht. It was weird timing and weird facts. But that's. I don't know Uh, they just they try too hard or something i
1: don't know what it is it's weird um no but uh weston anderson uh one of dennis anderson's son um sons uh i was hammered uh when i was tweeting it out uh the video um I, i said this is dennis anderson's kid and it's him in a grave digger truck uh kicking ass uh he jumps pulls a slap wheelie uh, flips the car backwards and then turns it into a stoppy. And I don't think he's 18 yet. Um, and it's just super impressive. I know the skill of all monster truck drivers. If you're a diehard fan has gone up. Um, but I was like, this is Dennis Anderson's son, you know, next great prodigy. Uh, and a lot of people quick to remind me uh, as if I didn't know that Dennis Anderson has multiple children. But so this is the youngest one, I believe. I don't know if he has had more or since I first saw this video on Saturday, had more since then either. I, the guy is pretty legendary, so I wouldn't be surprised. Nothing would ever surprise me with Dennis Anderson. Um, but it's awesome because I know that kid, uh, I've, I've followed him on Instagram. He's been racing uh, mud trucks. So they're like, they're like Monster Jam, except they kind of race in like muddy fields. Um, They don't really rate, I mean, they go over jumps, but it's all like designed to keep the car in a straight line or the vehicle, I suppose would be a better word for it. Um, So it's cool to see him progress into monster trucks, especially with like, it feels like he did it all through like grassroots monster truck racing rather than their corporate university style BS. That makes sense. I can just tell how boring this sounds to you. And I just, I need Monster Jam to adopt the point system. One that matters. Mm-hmm. I don't care if the regular season champion gets all the points money and then you go to World Finals and you qualify. I don't care. Give me a point system that matters to, to some some damn degree. Um, well, and well, run well, your races well, live. Show them you you get, Go get yourself a TV slot. And if you want to be on TV, go do it at 9.30 p.m. after Supercross. It's just annoying, Caleb. I'm sorry.
0: I mean, I just, like, if we had C channel, man, it would just be a perfect lineup for that well, that,
1: that, and we haven't had too many improvements in the halftime show where the cars turn into robots that shoot fireballs at each other. Mm-hmm. So it's either improve that or get a better points system, okay? Because I want to see a Toyota Corolla uh, yucking some explosives at a Ford F-150 on the other side. Screw Fords. Uh, not Ford Performance. I love you guys. If you want to sponsor, let me know. Um, but d- yeah, in a Transformer battle, if they were doing that, then I guess I could see why you don't have a good point system yet. You've been putting all your cars in that basket.
0: Uh, that just sounds like a good series altogether of just like a Transformers. Almost Did like the. Look up some of those
1: halftime be- shows. Like, it, it is both very funny and like super awesome that they just turned this minivan into like a space shooting robot. And they wrote up this 10 minute script where he shoots a ball of fire that disappears in midair. Uh, and then they set off an uh, explosive in the other one. And the uh, antagonist is usually the one that uh, bites the hay and it just sets off a big explosive ball of fire and the car is unharmed, but he turns back the transformer, which I assumed his pronouns were he. Uh, turns back into a car and just drives back into the infield garage.
0: You know, you're going to get us canceled when you're, you're
1: doing that. I weekend. hope that's why. Uh, sincerely, that'd be that'd awesome. Be you think there's no girl transformers up there? And it's like, yeah, I haven't watched any of those movies. so
0: <laughs> We're just, we're going to get in trouble for not being woke.
1: You can I don't think you can do that with me and you on the podcast. I think that's illegal. Um, did you have any other takeaways from the first Two races of the season and what are you most looking forward to uh the rest of the way but specifically more so this month as in march uh not, it's not february anymore we're officially on to march because of the drake game today
0: yeah it's crazy so we're getting ready we're going to finish off the west coast swing um but then this next weekend we've got IndyCar car and uh F1 season oh openers.
1: fuck me god damn it so I, I forgot you know, that IndyCar started next week. I remembered it earlier today, and I haven't mentioned it at all on this podcast, and that's my damn thing.
0: Yeah, so I mean I'm excited for that. Um Do you say F1 starts this week too?
1: It does, they started this weekend, right? I well I didn't think so, but I'll be pissed.
0: Oh, well, don't I was like fairly confident that they opener see an
1: opener. with I swear to weekend. God, if they try to cuck IndyCar, my goodness. <laughs> All <clears throat> oh, my Google suggestions, did I say FL? I, that's probably why. It was suggesting I look up the NFL. Ooh. I, no? Okay. Testing. I
0: guess, oh my goodness. That's what happens when the podcast past my bedtime. God
1: damn it. Yeah, they do have F1 on Sunday.
0: Boom, boom. I, I was pretty confident, but. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a, a lot of racing this coming weekend. Um, we've got Xfinity and Cup at Vegas. Um, but then the following weekend we'll have Arca and Trucks back. Um, once we go to Phoenix too, so we,
1: we've got a, a lot of racing ramping up here. Uh, You forgot one of the biggest events of the week in Nitro Rallycross. Crown's a champion for the second time in series history. My bad. My bad. Yep,
0: didn't have that one on my calendar.
1: Travis Pastrana won the title last year. Um, It will be someone different. I believe he's too far down this season. Uh, And then we got two nights of World of Outlaws lay models at Smoky Mountain. And then uh, two nights of World of Outlaws uh, sprint cars at Volusia uh, after – uh, Daytona bike week. So it's Daytona supercross week as well. It's really cool for supercross to have like such a good points battle going into their biggest race of the year. Um, and I would probably give it to Anaheim being the biggest race. Cause like it, it, was always like, uh, there's NASCAR fans watching on the first supercross weekend because there's nothing else to watch. Uh, and with the chili bowl and, and literal preseason dirt late model races that are preseason and don't make a difference. Necessarily to the season at hand, but our preseason where the points don't mean anything, but who takes home some money and no one takes home a championship or a trophy. But dirt fans don't like to care about seasons as holes, they just we saw a race that day and that guy was good on that day. Which, if my brain capacity was bigger, bigger. maybe maybe I would care about that because I could memorize all of them, but I can't, I just can't. I'm excited for IndyCar, though. I really am. We'll do a big IndyCar preview podcast, and uh, I will give F1 um, 1.5% for the show. That's pretty... We gave them zero last year. We gave no F1 preview. I will give them 1.5% of Wednesday's show. improvement. Improvement. That's all that matters. That's an infinite amount. Zero times 100 is still zero. F1 fans should be... thanking me a lot i'll just leave it at that uh yeah no i'm i'm pumped for Andy car though i think it's going to be just as competitive of a season there's so many big dogs so many people around there that uh can get it done and on top of it at the end of this west coast swing we're going to see frankie Munez race in a real race in arca and like that's a huge storyline for me too yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not take, like it was a fake one. I'm I'm just trying to get to, I just to make sure do, we don't miss uh, anything because I did not catch the first half of the damn race today.
0: You uh, just, you, you grab onto these people and you do not let them go. It's, <laughs> it's just very interesting, but no, I'm excited to see um, what he can do on kind of the, well, you know, not necessarily short track for Barca, for but um yeah, kind of a, a race that is going to take some real, um, I don't want to say real driving, but um, just getting kind of see what, what all he can do and where he's at compared to
1: the rest of the field. I don't know what you want me to do can... with my race fandom. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> you're, like, you're like, you take all these people and you're just, that's your guy. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. You... like sports teams. <laughs>
0: you hitch to the wagon and you are not getting off that that's,
1: that's be, but, now that's because it takes a long time for me to hitch to a wagon what well, took you i will the, like what, you a little man? bit i i will like you a little bit for a long time you wreck landon castle you're on my shit list okay you but wreck guys, someone else who ends time. up taking out landon castle or jeff gordon <laughs> Ricky oh, Stenhouse jr um oh who's uh brian scott if you would have wrecked brian scott back in the day you would have been shit to me no stop no what i dude i drank a beer with brian scott at 18 years old
0: oh my goodness on the infield my at friend. Iowa speedway
1: well he's watching good. the post-race concert Offer me a beer i'm not gonna say no i'm not now the guy the name he retired shortly after that before COVID hit and so i can't like I have a storage story about me and Sage Rosenfelds. I have another one about someone I won't name on the podcast right now. Um, the Brian Scott one—just you can't. You know who Brian Scott is? Oh, thank God you do. I've been waiting to tell this story for like a hundred years. It takes a NASCAR That's historian that you run into. It's probably
0: the the thing that Brian Scott was known for—the the best friend Uh He was, uh, what
1: I do want to say about Brian Scott, one of the nicest damn people out there. That's, that's why I cheer for people. If you get face to face with me and I like you face to face, I will just hitch my wagon.
0: That's good. Yeah. I didn't have that one on, uh, one day. No, that's a real left
1: field one. That's one. That's probably why it's my favorite.
0: So, yeah, I don't, we'll see. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he can uh, be a real championship contender. And I Oh, Frankie, I okay. <laughs> I was just
1: yeah. thinking about Brian Scott.
0: Just bringing, bringing the wagon back.
1: Dude, um, he's on the, the Speed Street podcast. I know they appreciate it. shout outs. Uh, it's Connor Daly and uh, Joey Molinaro, uh, if you know those guys. But they do a great IndyCar podcast every week. Yeah. Um, every time ray halls on there it's must listen i swear to god like he just sits there and he's like this is what i want indycar to do and he just gives you 14 things that you've never even thought of and it's like yeah i want my brain to work like graham ray halls well i'll try to get graham on. graham graham's buddies we had a media luncheon that i do remember some that. of these indycar like here's how we're going to get you in the press. I don't know if it's like a normal thing, um, but when they come to Iowa uh, and I was a younger kid when this happened, um, they, they send like local media, like, Hey, do you want to go have lunch with the drivers or with J I think that one was just Graham. And I was like one of two people that showed up and I want the other guy. Uh, he's a great guy. Um, and you'll understand why this is all being said, but the other guy shows up with his dad, uh, takes a bunch of selfies with him uh, and then asks him about racing as any, I wouldn't blame anyone to ask someone about racing next to a professional indie car driver. That's very smart and very talented. Uh, but Graham was watching uh sports center and it was talking about Ryan day being hired as the Ohio state coach. And I sat there and talked to him about Ohio state's football program for 45 minutes, uh, without stopping. And his PR girl was just sitting there shocked. And she like brought me aside she's like, Hey, thank you for uh, being you. Cause like Graham does not talk about racing a ton. He's just, he loves talking about college football. So I, so we were, we had just gotten done with Jimmy Johnson last summer at Iowa speedway and I turned to my left and Graham's there and I'm like, all right, Ohio State in the playoff, yes or no? And he's like, yeah, I think it's a really good question, Connor. I thought that. Everyone else was kind of like, okay, well, you talked to Jimmy Johnson, like you knew him, but you know Graham. I don't know. It was a fun little – it's weird, like the groups you get there because you've never met most of them and you know one guy. But you're like, who who was on the email list for this? <laughs> What are we, you know, but that, yeah, so that, that dinner I had with, or lunch I had with Graham Ray Hall that lasted like an hour and a half. And there was 12 people there and eight of them were Graham's staff and one was me. So.
0: I mean, that's good. It's, it's good to have that stuff. And you,
1: you know, well, I'll try to get Graham on. I'm not great game. with like, I don't get anyone's phone numbers either. I'm like really bad at that because <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll like, I can sit there and talk to Graham for 45 minutes about that. I would never, like, stick on my phone and be like, can I get your number? Right. Yeah. At that, at it, that it, age, uh, at that age, at least. Because I've, I've now just gotten, like, less of a filter to do it. Like, I'll, I'll just... If I, <laughs> if I come off weird, I don't really care. You know? Like, thank God. Like, that's the one thing I've gotten with getting older is... And I'm 24. I'm not old. I get it. Yeah. Um, I turn <laughs> 25 next month. Thank you. Uh, but, like, I just don't care what people think of me more and more every day or littler and literal littler every day. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we can try to get Graham on though. I, I'm, he's not very hard to reach.
0: Heck yeah. I,
1: I, really I could guess, sit down and brainstorm potential guests and then lay it out and actually do my job, but I have my hand in a lot of baskets. I'll try to do that this week though. I will put it on my list
0: yeah I, I i think that'd be good i like i said i mean i've talked about some ones that i want to get in and uh once we can hopefully maybe possibly get our hands on that arca list
1: yeah jimmy um, johnson right
0: yeah you sure, want jimmy I'd yeah go for it.
1: yeah uh-huh go for it i do I'm want to have it. you and chris on talking arca because he got in an argument with me but he was just trying to piss me off uh at a bar in I'm like, he's like, Dude, Connor watches Arca and Arca sucks. But Connor, tell Brent why you don't like F one. I'm like, all right, you're not giving me a fair shake to any of this, any of this argument here. But I, I just look at Chris. I'm like, you, you just like, you're the guy bitching about the product that is single A baseball. Like you're mad because the Daytona Tortugas are not putting it on a, a platter for you in a better way on the field. Like you're, you're. I mean, that's people watch our People watch the Xfinity and the Truck series, and they don't do this. It is minor leagues, guys. I am proud that NASCAR has the absolute top tier, best ever. Will never be topped. I swear to God, it will never be topped. I've worked with a lot of niche sports and minor league sports. It will never be topped. The fan base NASCAR's minor leagues have. <clears throat> and if you don't think Xfinity and trucks is minor leagues get out completely minor league um but yeah if you're complaining about arcus product it's a single a <laughs> it's single a baseball it is the fourth tier to your first tier major your triple a double a and single a i i don't get but yeah
0: yeah so chris chris put tonight that uh basically arca puts on the best show you know every X-Men. single can get in there yeah, Xfinity does. Yeah. And I, so I, I just about responded. Will you I respond? For, no, no,
1: no, no. Do this. Chris is trying to get me to argue. He, Chris is trying to get me into an argument with Chris Hassel, which almost happened for real like a year ago. Uh, but now, now he's trying to do it facetiously. Uh, so I'd like to get you in an argument with Chris and you can be on my side in all these stupid ass arguments he has with me.
0: There you go. Yeah. I, I just, I, you know, there's just so many cool moments of ARCA. That's that's why, it, for me, you know.
1: There is, every, like, somehow, cool stuff still happens. Yeah. You know, Sammy, like, uh, well, do, Sammy Smith and Ty Gibbs, that was two years ago, doing the dual burnouts as they both won championships in the same track. Or was that last year? I think it had to have been last year. Either way. Um, And then the Sammy Smith, Jesse Love as teammates, like fighting with each other during the burnout cycle. Like you didn't see that in NASCAR. Alex Bowman and Denny Hamlin couldn't deliver that this year.
0: There's just, I mean, there's the cool moments. I mean, like we talked about last week, where you've literally got Scott Melton, you know, who is in his, what, 50, you know, battling it out with these people that are, you know, in their 16, 17, 18s and, there's just there's that cool combination they go from small short tracks like salem up to the high banks at daytona there's just it's it's such a cool variety and you've got people that are trying to make a name for themselves and make a career for themselves and then you've got guys that are just there to have fun and and you know just enjoy themselves and, and breathe. so um uh, there's there's just so much cool variety that it, it's always going to have a, a good soft spot and they're the only ones that still want to go to Iowa Speedway so you know got to give them props for that too
1: I haven't even looked at the schedule this far out and you know I'll do it right now I'll, I'll do it I'll take the bullet I, I warned them about this I, I pleaded them on one of the podcast episodes not to where that is don't ask me. Um, it's broadcast schedule. Does this have every race? As long as it has every race. Okay, so they are coming to Iowa Speedway. And everybody, guess what? It will not be during a World of Outlaws weekend at Knoxville. Everybody clap. Everybody clap. Yay. That's good give them the best chance that just does mean for the knoxville crew i won't see you on saturday uh, july 15th i'm sorry uh,
0: Well, really it's just good for both i mean there's no reason to have two like big events going on within 30 minutes of each other so right
1: it's, it it stinks it, not okay <laughs> what i want to say about because people are going to be like why would you go to an arc race over knoxville there's a lot of people there i don't get to talk to throughout the year there's a lot of stories there i'd like to gather um and on top of it when i'm looking at races i'm picking to go to a local level race or a tier that's hooked up nationally it you would consider it a national tier though it is a minor league race you could probably mm-hmm. say regional you could compare it to a dirt regional
0: i mean it still is a national tour so right like... but
1: knoxville and their local yeah. shows are the top spurt of talent in the country right for, local, for sure. any local race on a saturday night knoxville or uh, some binghole hole town in chico california i didn't mean to call them bing holes they'll, they'll enjoy that uh because i'm the guy that's like people think the rivalry is iowa and or knoxville and pennsylvania it's california and knoxville because screw pennsylvania and California just breeds like one fourth of the cup field. They had that graphic today. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And a ton of really good dirt racers. And then they put some money out in California, and you see less of them. And people are quick to forget. Oh, there's talent out there in California. Geez.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you look at kind of the Arca West series compared to like the East and National. And you've kind of seen that the West struggles a little bit too. So yeah, yeah, they they kind of got that name, but there's still some big names that have come out of there. And you can't just shut them down. I mean, there's a lot of dirt, good dirt guys from from
1: out that way. So yeah, and Geo Salzi, California native, came from Arca, went to Arca, then started doing sprint cars. I'm kidding. <laughs> he did Arca for a season in the middle i watched him i watched one of his races uh with his dad and he goes "Fucking Gio got third i'm pissed <clears throat> and i'm like what's you know what's the matter like i watched some of it it just car car looked like it didn't have too much speed i know the talent Gio has If he's in a car that the fastest car that day he's probably won that race in my opinion uh and he goes yeah connor 11 cars showed up and i'm just pissed i'm just <clears throat> <laughs> like that's the same thing i would be if that was someone I, I cheered for racing not even my kid if it was my kid it'd be a lot different probably but maybe we'll get enough sponsors where i can put a kid in racing that'd be scary yeah, that sounds very scary I think, I my think mind...
0: the, the amount of
1: pitch that you would be hitched to that kid He'd have the we'd best ride of the have, year. He would have the best ride of the season.
0: We'd have to have a whole podcast where you just talk about that kid racing.
1: And that would probably be what the podcast would turn into is just 45 oh, yeah. minutes <laughs> by Sun. son. Hey, he's no, he's good. walking today. He's eight months old. Um, We got him holding steering wheels, but nothing past that. But we're rolling him around in a car to get the feel of it.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, that's a, that's a dream you can, you can work on. Let me know. We'll, we'll work towards that. I don't know if I want
1: to get, <laughs> not for a while. I know I don't. So. Well, the debate is like, do you have a kid or this is great. We're getting into a life episode. Damon always gets off. Cause he's like, I got to get up in the morning. This is where, this is where the money's made, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> but the debate is that you, i'm I'm making this up i think i don't think i heard this anywhere because i just thought about it but you have a kid where you're young enough to know like what's cool and to give them more proper advice to be like a cooler person around their friends uh, or you're too old um, and then they're kind of out of touch but you have more money so you buy their friends over with money
0: i mean i guess that makes sense I, see
1: yeah, I think it, I made that up. How specific? I just it came out of it, my it, mouth. I think that's just been in my head for like eight years.
0: Uh, it makes sense. Now, me personally, I just say screw having kids and just keep all my money and yeah. Well, it's, it's just,
1: like your parents like when and I'm thinking about the thing I originally thought about when I did it, but it's like your parents uh, were either 21 when they had you and you're cool, uh, or you have a pool. Very fair. Or a race uh, car. I mean, I, Let's do that. Yeah,
0: or three race cars and a motorhome.
1: And... I'd be very content with being Rick Ware Racing. I would need to see their bills, but they're in every... They have an IMSA team. They have an NHRA drag racing mm-hmm. team. They have a NASCAR team. Uh, they have an IndyCar team. Yeah, and they, definitely they one
0: I every... And I... Kind of don't understand their strategy behind
1: that, but like, I mean, I like all those things. Like, I so I would want to have someday a World of Outlaws team and an IndyCar team and an NASCAR team. I'll be cool. You better really start saying, I don't know. Up. Like, I would that's why I would want to like explore like what why I have an MSAT team. How much money do they make? I know it looks nice on the outside. I just don't know enough about IMSA and I've watched some I've, you know, I endurance racing is hard for me to watch. Like it's multiple classes and like, yeah, yeah. The fast car is passing the slow car. Yeah. Imagine driving the slow car right now. I'd be pretty ticked off. I might be in first, but I just got lapped for the 27th time in two hours. I don't think that's what happens in IMSA, but I do know, I I almost, that's a good uh, podcast. I almost applied, or I did apply uh, to work for IMSA and be their PR person kind of uh, for a year and live in Orlando. How'd that work out? I think they gave it to the girl. Uh I don't blame them. Well, the guy that offered me the job, uh, well, I think Matt Humphreys actually was the original one that... Told me about it. Um, and I hadn't, you know, talked to Chris about a racing site or anything like that. It's very young in my career. Uh I also don't think my parents would have let me go. That's the funny thing. I just don't like I think it would have been for about as much as I'm getting paid now. Um and this guy on the phone's like telling me, like, no, like you would you'll love Orlando. I, so I I got down to like it was me and her, I believe. I think I've noticed her during one race and like did not pay attention to if she was better than me or not. I wasn't too torn up about it. Uh, but he was like, yeah, you could live in Orlando and, um, there's beaches and stuff like, we'll I mean, we'll get you, we'll find you a really nice place. That's like, you know, walking distance of the beach. And I'm like, man, I've, I've lived on this earth for 19 years and I think I've been to a beach once. I promise you, like, I don't need, the beach but you're telling me it's cocaine right now (laughs) i'm not sure i'm not sure what to think about it. i don't know if i want to go to the beach even once but yeah uh honestly thank god i didn't do that this is much more fun well
0: it's good i'm glad you enjoy it
1: you got anything else
0: i think that's pretty much it i think we've we've covered just about everything and then some
1: okay if you want more uh talk of me hating on bradley basketball coach brian wardell text me i will call you and i will just have a live podcast with 20 minutes i can tell you all my gripes
0: and if you're brett not please get a hold of me
1: oh yeah i'll email am racing and do it through them um (laughs) brett dude brett always Brett, Brett is, like, so much uh, just, I, yeah, I don't want to deal with anything on my phone. Someone else set it up. I well, because, I mean, would you rather, like, figure out how to get a Zoom link from a text message to an email or have someone bring I mean, you a computer and say, hey, you're going to talk to this idiot?
0: Heck, yeah, especially when you're doing that stuff constantly. I mean, you don't have time to. Oh, uh, I
1: know. And I think every every PR guy he's had has, like, retired after the not retired he, he's gone to a different team where he's got a new pr person uh because i'll email someone and they'll be like yeah it's this guy now and I'm like, i would never send that email dude i'd be like old job delete that's great as long as i didn't know the person don't don't pay me out to be <laughs> Oh, that oh i did i did meet the uh belmont athletic director they sat next to me at the uni game Hey, you so, my family? I told him I said dinner on me if you're in Des Moines next year. He agreed. no oh boy. He thought I was joking. I looked at no, I'm serious. Like you come to the app Center, I will take you out to dinner. Like you're a nice guy, we'll do it. Try to talk conference realignment to a guy that his conference wasn't folding. And I say his, his conference like he owned the Ohio Valley. He did. Uh but he I looked up his name sharply Googled his name after he told me what it was. Cause I'm like, why is this guy in a Belmont shirt sitting over here? It's like, who's going to tell him to exit the building? He's the athletic director. It makes sense. Uh, and yeah, he taught, told me about uh, their conference realignment that they're in a conference, they're dominating and they moved up to a better conference and uh, their, their basketball program was never going to be left behind and uh, it was a good move for him. So. It does stink that like that was like the juiciest of details I could milk, but <laughs> fun day, fun weekend. I hate Bradley, uh, but everything else I love. And Kyle Busch won the race today, so I'm happy about that. You guys uh, enjoy the week. Um, yeah, we I think we just did our brainstorming guest session. I'll just send four emails tomorrow morning and we'll see who responds first. And that's who we'll get the next episode. I'm going to have to plan the 100th one to not be a post-race one because I want to put an interview in that we haven't recorded yet. Um, definitely the funniest interview we do. Uh, I don't want to tell everyone, anyone who it is. If you're a diehard fan, you i mean—you got like 18 options, but you will figure it out. Uh, we, we will figure out when that comes, and we'll just schedule it. Thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your race week. It's IndyCar time. It is I almost set up one time, but Nitro Rally Cross Finale. World of Outlaws returns this weekend. We we have made it to the official meet of the season, folks. So uh, Let's ride. It's going to be fun. Um, enjoy the rest of your week one more time. And Thank you to the Carlotto group. Again, I appreciate that.